Come for the scares, stay for the short runtime. Welcome to episode 26 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined by my co-hosts as always, Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, The Curse of La Llorona. on most things that just says don't don't <laughs> no pass. don't pass. don't don't hard pass and nope those are the three <laughs> buttons i want <laughs> maybe a yep yeah those, maybe a yep. for those for those rare occasions i also like a party yeah, yeah. Mm. well yeah but you i don't know if you should be able to click that all the time you know <laughs> otherwise it's like it feel i feel like it should only be enabled every once in a while and then you're like oh shit you know like when you get 100 coins and you get a one-up? Ooh, a one-up. Well, you should certainly have a limited number, you know, Yeah. like lives. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of parties this month. But then I would just spend all my time trying to, like, level up or buy new party lives. It would really ruin the party I was in. Isn't this kind of, like, just a metaphor for our lives anyway? Like, yes. we're just trying to level up and get more party lives, and it's ruining the lives that we're in? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I did last night? I rewatched John Wick, and I'm going to rewatch John Wick 2 in Ooh. preparation for the, for, the, for the upcoming Wickery. Well, that's a great idea. Um, when does that Also, start? but before I started May watching, 17th. it's... Okay, yeah. okay. Thank but you. But before I did that, I was looking around on my various what movies can I watch, one thing that came up, which was available to me, which I hadn't seen, was uh, Fast and the Furious 8. Oh, yes. You haven't seen that? No, but you guys oh. talked about it so much, right? So I put it on, and I got about 20 minutes into it, and I could not get through more. What? The writing in that movie, you guys are like, you're deep. You're in deep. <laughs> if you don't literally start melting when Vin Diesel says the word family, then... Um, <laughs> Which both of you do, and I do not. Um, he, can't, he can't even say it right. He goes like, I'm a, like it's crazy. He can't even yeah. really say words. But you are rock hard whenever he says it. <laughs> Don't deny it. I think um, he's one of the most magnetic performers alive. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I use that word very specifically. Um, I, I agree. I, I, I thought the writing was laughable, and it was just taking me out of the entire thing. It was insane. It was like a joke. I was like, are you are – you, like, is this a serious thing or is this a joke? What it's both. It's character... everything. It's, it's so f- fucking. It's so fucking weird and bad. I agree with every word you said, and yet <laughs> I can't. I, believe hear, the I only words. hear them as praise. <laughs> yeah. See, but you guys are like Stockholm syndrome into this shit. <laughs> but dude, I was with you. I was like, Fast and Furious movies. I was out, and I remember going to see Six with Sam, and I was blown away. I was blown away. <laughs> I, last night, went through Netflix and all my on-demand stuff for a good 45 minutes and just, like, could I wasn't still feeling well. I didn't want to watch anything. And finally, I just started watching on cable midway through That's My Boy. And yeah. I was like, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is what I need. And then I decided to upgrade, and I started watching Sandy Wexler. And I made it through, like, an hour and a half. 
an hour and a bit, and then I fall asleep. So I got to finish yes. that today. What do you think of Sandy Wexler so far? I was enjoying it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Speaking of spoilers. Oh, God. What, what <laughs> This movie. Oh, Oh, God, this podcast that we're doing. I know. Uh, like, I prepared my notes last night, but, like, all I can think about is Endgame and Thrones, so I did my best. At any time, if you feel like you need to just start talking about one of those two things, go ahead. No, I'm, I wouldn't Endgame, you guys. That wouldn't be right. Uh, that's you true. Could, you could talk about raw emotions. You could talk about... Related to Endgame. No, because I don't yep. even want to, like, color anything. Yeah, that's it, for someone who who professionally spoils things. You're very good at not spoiling things. Thank you. Yeah. I only spoil when it's asked of me. Well, can I just say this one thing? And it's is Spider Man alive? He better be. I'm sorry. What? This is of someone who still is alive. No spoiler. I mean, like as of last. Yeah, movie. as of the end of the movie last. Was movie, in yeah. the, is in the commercials for the new movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth's performance was breathtaking. Did he change in the rankings? I maybe, maybe. Really, that is something. Where and where? Like, so should I feel threatened? <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay, but more yeah. importantly, really should, should Chris Pine feel yes. threatened? Yes, yes, he should. Wow, wow. What I about the movie The Curse of La Llorona? Oh. Yeah, I, I saw that. It's a movie. What is this? What is this? It's a movie about Linda Cardellini. Yeah, so I did put together okay. my thoughts and my notes, and what I concluded was that not a lot happens in this film. Okay. Uh, I heard she wants your children. She does. Um, it's very, it's like a thriller with visual cues of tension building, which I cannot communicate in this forum. Um, but I'm going to tell you what happens in this film nonetheless. All right, so it's 1673, <laughs> Me- Mexico. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry, Christ. I have a couple more questions before yep. this starts. How do you say the title of this movie? No, it's La, La Llorona. Say it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just not going to say it at all during this La recap. Llorona. Fine. La Llorona. La Llorona. I'm not going to do that. Chris, that's beautiful. So that's... La Yorona. I have a second question. Sorry. Is this a sequel or like a part of a larger world or anything? I didn't know any of that going in, but what I have since learned is I believe it's part of the greater like Annabelle conjuring space, but not a direct sequel. Okay. Who's Annabelle? That was another horror movie. Yeah, oh. like a child doll always a child. thing or something. Always a... um, okay, and you went to this movie solo. Yep. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't know anyone else who was champing at the bit to see this bad boy. I was in the throes of my flu, and I selected this movie almost entirely because it was an hour and thirty-three minutes, and that's all oh. I had to give. Well, we already know there's something you liked about this movie, yeah. then. <laughs> Sam, yep. I knew nothing about this movie. When Chris, when you put it out there, when it got put out, there was a suggestion on our chat. I was like, yeah, do it. I didn't know what it was. I had no D- idea. Despite your no fervent bulk uh, movie trailer consumption after the last incident, I you, still also you were still not aware of this. 
Chris, not only did I not watch it in my bulk watching, I still haven't watched it as of right now. <laughs> oh, you haven't watched the trailer? Nope. I watched like two thirds of it and then stopped. <laughs> I didn't, didn't know what seem, it was. didn't seem very relevant or useful. I saw a poster of this like creepy lady and it says she wants your children. And I was like, fine, I guess. I'm fine. I mean, literally, <laughs> just imagine. So here's the trailer. I can add like a few other words and you'll have the whole trailer. Linda Cardellini is a mom. She lives in a house with children. And La Llorona wants her children. There you go. <laughs> That's the movie. <laughs> Sam, do you have anything to add or could we just end this episode? But pretty much I don't. <laughs> uh, I'll add like shaman into it. There is one. Okay. Later. Shaman. shaman. There is one. <laughs> shaman colon present. <laughs> that should have been on the poster instead of she wants your children. There's a shaman. That's the tagline of this movie. <laughs> okay. Shomer, Shomer Shaman. Wow. 1673. Mexico. Yeah. Mexico. There's a family, mother, dad, two sons celebrating. They're in festive attire and the mother receives a necklace with a unique looking like blue stone. Unique in the sense of like, oh, when we see it again later, we'll remember. Otherwise not unique. Oh, I see. Um, like glints in the sunshine or something? It's just like a particular blue stone setting, and we will remember it. Um, and so she's happy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're celebrating. They're like twirling in the woods. Hard cut to later that night. One Hard son, fi- yeah, one son finds her drowning the other son in a fit of crazy rage, and then she starts running after that son. Um, and at this point, she's obscured by her white veil over her face and her flowy white dress. Her being the mother. Yeah, the mother. Why does she have a veil on? I don't know. But why does she have a veil on the whole rest of the movie? Same question. Uh, Did she have a veil on in the first shot when she was celebrating at the festivities? She didn't have a veil on, but we didn't really see her face just because of the way the angles were. Should we keep focusing on this veil? Was she no. wearing? No, I'll move on to the blue stone. Was she wearing the blue stone when we first saw her? Was she given it? She was given it by the sons in the opening scene, and okay. yeah, and then she has it on. So these are older sons. Um, like f- six, eight, maybe. Where did they get a Boys. stone from? I don't know. Maybe the dad helped them get it. That's a great question, uh, Chris. I mean, they don't. What do you, do you think they have? All these pesos lying around? <laughs> yeah, and obviously this blue what, stone is magical. Oh, it's the 1800s. Maybe they had jobs. 1600s. Also, 1600s. Stone, like, there's just, I can promise you that you're going to read into and develop backstory that does not exist. And it's going to be fun, but it's not going to be part of the movie. But that's literally, you just yeah. described what this podcast I know. is. Yeah, fuck right. the movie. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. So basically what you're saying is we should continue to ask very specific questions about A, veil, B, stone. <laughs> Please, God, don't. So, so forget she... about the stone. Forget about all of it. 1973, <laughs> Los Angeles. Wait, what year? 1973. Hard cut. Hard yep. cut, L.A. Yep. Um, we meet Linda Cardellini. I'm going to call her Linda. She has two kids, a boy and a girl, Charlie and Sam. And she's running late for school, like getting them ready for school. Bit chaotic. Dad's not in the picture. It doesn't matter, but we later learn that he was a cop that was, I assume, killed in the line of duty. None of that really matters, but she's a single mom. Chaos. Cut to child services where we think, oh, is 
like her being chaotic that bad, but no, she works at child services. Hey yo. Uh. Yeah, real topsy turvy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you feel like you got your money's worth. I like this I idea. This uh, this um, woman with a chaotic home life is a child services worker herself. Yeah. What a delightful twist. She knows the pitfalls. You know, she knows what to avoid. Yeah. But at the same time, can empathize with those that she must investigate. Exactly. Exactly. Is she a field worker? (laughs) Yep. So she's at work uh, and her boss comes in and says the Alvarez family is getting complaints again or like, we haven't heard from them. Whatever, like, a flagging thing would be about this family has occurred. And he wants to give the case to Linda's colleague, who is not fettered with a family life. But Linda says, no, I've been dealing with this family for years. I'll make it work. Like, it's a, So what if I have, like, a frenetic home life? If this is my family case. I need to go check in on them. Which she does. Dedicated. Professional. Yep. So, uh, yeah, she does the home check, and Mrs. Alvarez is there, and she's not opening the door, and Linda's there with a cop as an escort, and she's like, let me go in alone. The cop says, I can't do that. That's the point of me being here. Would your husband have done let you go in alone? She's like, yes, he would. So the cop lets her in. None of this is a recurrent thing. I'm just going through it all. Um, <laughs> none of this matters, um, but... Everything matters. (laughs) It's all subtext. So she goes in and she sees that Mrs. Alvarez has locked her two sons in the closet. And Uh, these are young children, I assume. Yeah, like similar age to the two sons in the opening. Well, that's going to have Linda rattled. Yep. And Mother Alvarez is screaming, like, I need to protect them. And it just seems like. You know, on first sight, that this is a struggling mother, probably with some addiction problems and abusive tendencies. And that's what Linda concludes, too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so she pulls them out of it, and she also notices burn marks on the wrists, on the boys' wrists. What's the state of the house like? Um, like, messy. Okay. Nothing specific, but, but yeah. Not spoo- it's not spooky? No. Because I hear this is a spooky movie. <laughs> you heard right, my friend. <laughs> spooky. All right. Uh, well, that's sad. I'm, I feel bad for those kids. Yeah. And I uh, hope everything works out for them. It, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. In, in short order, it doesn't. Uh, so Linda takes them to a Catholic mission where they will basically be fostered until they get things sorted out with the mother. She sees the burn marks and they say it wasn't her it wasn't her very emphatically but the way Linda interprets it is they're just trying to protect the mother not like they're literally saying it wasn't her who did this Hmm. but you know it's a horror movie after all so let the mind wander Mm -hmm. Um, I'm open open to other alternatives (laughs) later the boys are in their bunks at this Catholic Catholic mission, and they're visited by a veiled figure, reminiscent Ooh. of the original veiled figure. So yes, the veil is back in play. Yarona. So we see them being chased by this veiled figure, cut to 
Linda getting an emergency phone call in the middle of the night. At this point, I'd forgotten that it was the 70s and then was reminded because she had a rotary phone. Otherwise, there's really no bearing of it being the 70s, but it is. Remember phone booth? Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> Can't make that movie anymore. Oh, that movie rocked. I, I think we all watched it together. Yeah, I think we did yeah. at home. At, yeah. at the Markham house, yep. maybe. Yep, that sounds right. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. wasn't it like super short also yes which i love because you know fun except booth. for endgame which is three hours <laughs> and felt like five minutes but uh i gotta go a, see endgame Fuck. just get off this skype and go right yeah. now please um, guys can i can you just like fill me in later i'll listen to the episode obviously <laughs> that, okay uh so what was happening? She was chasing the boys <laughs> through the Catholic. The funny thing is you're sitting here thinking, fuck, I should really go see that movie. Uh, I was just looking up Showtimes. Fuck, I want to go see Endgame. You definitely no. should. You've got all day. Yeah, that's true. All right. So what you're saying is if Jeremy goes to the cinema either right now or later today, he should probably choose Endgame over The Curse of La Llorona? Yeah, that's what I'm okay. saying. All right. Well, yeah. And I know I can listen to Get Spoiled. For my my La Llorona, you know, the story, the, you know, I'll get the story told to me by Sambo. So you know, so <sighs> she's at the Alvarez's house. No, so they're, no, the they're, in the, they're in the Catholic um, home for boys. Yeah, oh. they've been chased oh, by the veiled me. figure. And by the way, there's a lot of like water-based imagery and mirror-based imagery, and many times both at the same time. So water-based reflections. I just had crazy deja vu because I was like, I've heard you say water bait before. And I believe it was the Serenity podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we're back to water based. So I'm so familiar wait. with this palette. That's what I'm Is saying. it possible that La Llorona was a video game all along? <laughs> Chris, every time you say La Llorona, it so makes me happy. <laughs> Is it the way I roll my, my, my R? It's beautiful. You have a beautiful voice, and you say it beautifully, and uh, it gives me pleasure. Gracias. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. Um, okay. Water-based, so water-based imagery and mirror-based imagery. I think is what you said. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm titillated. I don't know. Mirror-based. <laughs> I'm familiar with water-based imagery from Serenity, the video yeah. game, the film. Mirror-based is Mirror-based. new. Yeah, it's new to me. Yeah. As a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're running and seeing their own reflections in water and mirrors. A lot of that. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. So Linda gets the call, uh, this emergency call, and she drives to a river, I guess the LA River, in the middle of the night, taking her kids along for the ride and tells them to stay in the car. She gets out to be told by, I'm just going to call him Guy from Save the Last Dance. Yeah. Um, right. He's also you a just cop. call him Guy for short. <laughs> In my notes, he. I just wrote Save Dance. Save uh, Dance. Save Dance is actually him. his name. That's yeah. what we're calling Save Dance. Save Dance. Uh, he's Save a cop. Dance. <laughs> dance. Are you guys one-wording that, or are you doing multiple words on that? In oh, your, maybe in your a mind? hyphen? Oh. I was going first name Save, last name Dance. <laughs> Hi, I'm Save Dance. I'm Mr. Dance. Save Hi, Dance. Hi, I'm Dance. Save Dance. <laughs> that wins. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Very well. Mr. Dance. When you book a reservation at a restaurant, they say Mr. Dance, table of four. (laughs) You can call me Save. I'm Save. These are my children. Flash. Uh, Slow. (laughs) Slow. Flash. 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 
Oh man. And Humpty. <laughs> Humpty is my favorite of my children. Obviously. For obvious reasons. I saved the name Humpty for him. I mean. Oh God. He is your chance to do the hump, by the way. <laughs> well, I'm just going to bring it down for a second because the Alvarez boys are dead. Oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Hard cut. <laughs> whoa. I, whoa. I'm shook. Whoa. Okay. And that was um, revealed because Save Dance is a detective? Yeah. He's a cop and Linda's there. So she's been called as a caseworker and, uh, you know, to review the incident and they have been drowned. So, so some two two boys' bodies on the riverside. Yeah. On the, uh, right. Yeah. Grim. Yeah. So they've been recovered. They're dead. And the assumption by everyone is that Mrs. Alvarez somehow got to them and did this. Interesting. Where was she being held? She was taken into custody, was she not? Yes. But she somehow slipped away. That's what they believe at this time. Murder her yeah. children. Yeah. Okay. To keep did them she? safe. Don't the police know where she is? Either she's. Well, it'll come up again. Okay. This is a loose, I'm sorry. loose investigation at this I'm point. Sorry. I know Detective Dance has yeah, this I, well in hand. And he's I show the control. Yeah, I His reputation yeah. really precedes him. Absolutely. And he has a wonderful family. Detective Dance, by the way, is a, just a great, solid name. Um, meanwhile, Charlie, Linda's son, leaves the car against her wishes and goes to the river to check things out. He encounters the veiled woman who grabs his wrist. Leaving oh him God. with the same burn marks that the boys, the Alvarez boys, had suffered. I guess nobody else sees this, though. That's right. Um, he runs back to the car, jumps back in. The sister's there asleep. She wakes up, and they both see um, the ghost. I'm just going to call her the ghost, spirit, whatever, trying to break in. Like, the locks keep going up and down on the doors, and things are being rattled. They prevent the spirit from coming in, and then finally Linda comes back to the car, and it's like, oh, sorry, I kept you waiting, and let's go home, and they don't tell her any of this. How old are her kids? Same as all the other combo children, it's like six and eight-ish. Okay. Every oh. kid, in, every kid so is they're six afraid or eight. Of, yeah, basically. They're afraid of getting in trouble. Yeah, because, yeah, he left the car. And when you say the, the spirit, you you mean La Llorona. Yeah, this veiled woman apparition spirit. Uh-huh. Um, oh, she can't, before... She can't break into the car. She has to open a door properly like anyone else. Yep. Yeah, she couldn't, uh, like, apparition her way in. Got I'm it. sure it has anti-theft features. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it was point. the 70s after all. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, before Linda comes back to the car, I forgot, Mrs. Alvarez shows up and is screaming in grief of course, and screams that it's all Linda's fault and she's coming for you and them. So oh, the only wow. thing Not that happens, the only thing that happens to get this spirit, this curse, like ported onto Cardellini's kid or kids is just showing up and La Llorona seeing the kid. Yep. Mm-hmm. She hates boys. I thought, okay, it seemed like the kind of thing that, you know, they would have moved into an old house or something, you know, and then the the ghost would be there or it was running in the family or like I'm going with the tropes here. I feel yeah, like I, I know I see you. I feel you. But no. Yeah. 
um, back of the house. Linda sees the marks on the kids, but they play innocent. They're like, oh, we fell. She doesn't put anything together. Um, later, she goes to the funeral of the Alvarez boys, and she observes a smudging ritual, which is like, like uh, ashes. Like ashes and like smoke being for cleansing purposes. Like the shaman yeah. guy is like waving smoke in front of all the mourners. And someone mentions that's something to, like, keep the spirits away. And, like, it's a death, you know, to lead them freely to their afterlife or whatever. You're doing, like, the waving the sage, the yeah. bundle of sage around yeah, and stuff? exactly. Yeah. And she does lock eyes with the shaman. I don't even know if that's the right term, but I'm just going with it, who is leading the smudging ritual. Later, we see the shaman at the Alvarez home bottles some, like, goo that he finds. Ectoplasm? Basically. Wait, so wait. Well, that's just Sorry. good science. Linda goes to the Alvarez house to, att- to attend this ceremony, to no, witness it? No, so the funeral's at a church or some sort oh, of outdoor Oh, it's at a church, and she went to thing. it. Yeah. Sees the she shaman. Went to it, sees the shaman. Later, then, we see the shaman at the Alvarez house. Solo. No solo. longer with Linda. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. And he has, so, like, a little vial that he goo bottles. He scoops so up we, some goo. Yeah. So we feel like maybe he's not on the up and up. We feel like he's tapped into this in a way that uh, we're going to learn more about. Good or bad. Uh, okay, let's see. Bottles of goo. Okay. Save Dance tells Linda that Mrs. Alvarez has an alibi for when the boys were taken, in answer to your earlier question. Of he, worked, how... he worked that angle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so they can't quite figure out the timeline and any other suspects. But there is an alibi for her at the time when the boys were taken from mission. Therefore, this needs to be pursued more fully and they decide that angry people often lash out and like express more hidden truths in the part as part of their anger therefore linda should go because mrs alvarez is really mad at her maybe she'll extract some information wow bold interrogation technique from detective dance (laughs) but he's a veteran and i'm gonna trust him on this (laughs) Is he going good good cop then, and she's going bad cop? She just goes along. It's just their joint conclusion. Only bad cop. Yep. Bad cop, no cop. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's the next level advanced from good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Bad cop, no cop. (laughs) They've all all seen the old act, you know? It's true. It's true. (laughs) Put on a fresh spin. (laughs) And then after that, you move on to no cop, no cop. Yeah. (laughs) No cop, no cop. Oh, God. That's some advanced shit, though. But then they're going to be like, start... no cop, nude cop. <laughs> no cop, nude cop. <laughs> yeah. That's another classic trope that I haven't seen in a while. You do, like, late cop, early it cop. Fits, it fits the whole 70s thing. No cop, nude cop. Yeah. No cop, nude cop was just one of one of their weapons in their arsenal. Yeah, it's, it's the 70s. It's all long mustaches and full bush. <laughs> He could play this anyway, anyway. <laughs> but he's going with what bad cop, no cop. That's yeah. the one he's going with. Okay. All right, but she's the bad cop, so she goes in. Yeah, so she goes in, and Mrs. Alvarez says, bush? "Yeah." <laughs> I mean, I can only assume. Uh, All right. Is <laughs> is dance watching through glass, one way glass? Um, I don't think he is, and if he is, it doesn't play into anything. That- continues in this movie. Alright, so he just lets her go go at it. Yeah. He truly goes no cop. He's yeah. going true no cop. Yeah. So... He goes home. 
Mrs. Alvarez <laughs> says, it wasn't me, it was La, I can't say it, La Llorona, uh, mm-hmm. and that I prayed to her that she'll bring back my boys and take your Linda's boys instead, because oh, you did okay. this to me. Now, oh. that seems to be an afterthought, because it doesn't seem to play into how Charlie, Linda's son, was already corrupted by La Llorona. Um, yeah. But she does say this curse to her. And I can also, I'm willing to accept that she thinks her prayers, like many of us with our gods, you know, she thinks her prayers are having an effect. But I can see that just being her belief yes. and La Llorona acting willfully in her own way. Mm-hmm. They just happen to line up. They just happen to line up. Exactly. So Linda goes to so Catholic... Linda, how does Linda take that? Does she, um, she just dismiss that as the ravings of a religious nut or she like you or she like sit no i mean she's flustered in the sense that this woman is threatening her children but not flustered in the sense of thinking any spirit is at hand yet okay and now does she relay the results of her legal interrogation back to detective dance or is she basically just working the case on her own now i don't believe she does fair enough linda's taken over (laughs) oh so he's out child support worker is now stepping up to yeah, he's barely in the movie for the rest of it. He delegates. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to go along with Detective Dance on this one. <laughs> he's got other yeah, dan- he dances He dances into dance, the case know? and then dances on out of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she leaves the interrogation. Bye. Yep, and she goes to visit the priest from the Catholic Church. And he'd also uh, been noticed by her at the funeral, the boy's funeral. So she saw him and the shaman, different guys. So she asks him about it, like, have you ever heard of La Llorona? And he's like, I haven't heard of that name in decades. And she's like, oh, well, what is it? And so he recounts the story to her, that La Llorona was revered as the most beautiful woman in her Mexican village. Ah, see. Yeah, finally she accepted the marital hand of a gentleman caller, and they started off having a wonderful and happy life together, including their two sons. And then... Much like Greek myths Medea, she found him tomcatting, and as a way to punish him, she took from him what was most important and murdered their children. That is gangster. (laughs) Seems like maybe she didn't think that one through, but (laughs) that's just me. But then what does she, and then she just like, like revels in his pain afterwards we get no real uh clarification on that post-death other than hmm. now her spirit roams the earth looking for other children to replace to replace her lost children with so the story oh. of did the so, story of la llorona end with she murdered her two children what happens to her after that in the story what happens to the yeah, husband no the story ends the story is like no. she murdered the children and now her spirit roams the earth looking for replacements Oh, that story could have used a, a second and maybe even a third. But why? Yep. But she wouldn't have to replace oh. them if she didn't kill them. Are the replacements for her or for her husband or what? I don't um, get it. All of this is completely unclear because her behavior does not match that story. It does not match what he says is her end game. So I don't know. Hmm. Women. Even... Yeah, chicks. Women. Right? <laughs> So Linda starts finally cluing in about the burn marks on the wrist and taking this a little bit more seriously. And then in a note that I was meant to revisit mentally, 
Um, one of the kids gets in a home accident, and I said to myself, you should probably remember what that accident was, because they're going to ask you, so come back to that. And I didn't, and I just remembered right now that I didn't go back to remember, and I still don't remember. All right, what do we want to go with here? It was bad enough where Linda took them to the doctor, and the doctor sees, you know, tends to whatever it was, the head, and also sees the wrist burns. What does the... Okay, and you don't remember... You don't remember what it was, what the accident was, and I don't blame you. But she, the the daughter, told that story to her mom, like oh, she said. Oh wait, no, I do. I it just came to me. It flashed, it flashed into my heart and soul. Um, La Yarona like startles <laughs> one of them, and they fall down the stairs. Perfect. Okay, and that's what they tell. How do they explain the story to the doctor or their mom? Do they say a crazy ghost bride lady scared me, or do they just say I fell? Uh, we don't really see, but presumably they just say I fell. And the yeah. doctor's also looking at the wrist burns suspiciously, um, mm-hmm. which leads These the doctor. These kids have got to start telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's important. You have to tell your mother the truth. Yeah. She's Even starting you... to finally clue in a little bit that something is afoot of a supernatural order. Yeah. She's got enough clues that that's reasonable to start considering. Then... I mean, a shaman is involved, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. In any case, child services shows up the next day with the colleague that Linda didn't want to be the Alvarez point person uh, in the opener. Yes. The uh, and Bible. save dance. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but nothing comes of that other than the shame of having a home visit for something that was a spirited transgress- transgression. Hmm. But that yeah. happens. Uh, okay. Later, Linda sees La Llorona's spirit in her bedroom and... Uh, it seems like she's being locked inside her own bedroom and she starts swinging a baseball bat at her of the children walk in, startling the spirit who dissipates. And so now she's really convinced. Um, Later, on another occasion, she's hanging out with Charlie the Sun downstairs and the spirit starts washing Sam's hair in the bathtub, which we had seen Linda do in an earlier scene. Like, that's their nighttime ritual. And Sam, the little girl's like, it's rinse time! And she, like, dives in to rinse her hair and the spirit of La Llorona is holding her underwater in an attempt at drowning. But now Linda is a little bit more aware of the ins and outs of the home and she runs up and spares her, chases off the spirit. Hmm. Okay. And everybody can see it. It's like, they all can see it now. Yeah. They can all see it. It's just all right. Yeah. Wow. Things have escalated. So they, hmm. all right. So now she, what she do? She call the police or? Oh no! She goes back uh-huh. to the priest and she's like, "Remember you told me that folk tale about La Llorona? It's real. I've seen her and I'd like some help doing something about it." And the and, priest was like, "I know." Well, the priest says, <laughs> "Like we could file this with the diocese to get like a formal Catholic intervention, uh, but that would take bureaucracy. weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and weeks they don't have." So he says, well, in that case, I can recommend someone to you, but because he falls outside the purview of the Catholic Church, I will it's have to disclaim it. It's not covered by your it. insurance. Yeah. No. <laughs> your Catholicism insurance? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what was the real answer? Like, he has to disclaim it as the priest. He's like, I'll yeah, give you the guy's name, the but like, I'm out after yep. this. It's not yeah. Catholic styles, and it's also that the person he's going to recommend is himself a fallen Catholic priest. Ooh, not on the preferred vendors list. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's, it's not. Organization. It's not. You got to, you know, 
pay cash under the table, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, nonetheless, he gives her the name, and as you may have already guessed... Is it Shay Man? Yep, sure is. Did speak truth that they didn't want to hear, and that's how he fell out of order with the Catholic Church in the first yes. place. And now he's uh, running, I guess it's a store, with just, like, spiritual prop prop things, like the smudging tools and... Ooh, a cult store herbs guy. Herbs and, yep. yeah, like, which... Like Wiccan looking like artifacts. Yeah. But he's probably subsidizing that income with the odd under the table job that he gets handed. Because obviously well, his name is known in the community. Yeah. They don't talk money. And I'm not sure if it's a lucrative gig. But oh. at first he thinks maybe she's making fun of him because he gets a lot of flack being a, you know, outsider shaman. But when she says, I've seen La Llorona, he immediately believes her and decides to come over and help. Do they have sexual tension? No, I felt like she had sexual tension with Save Dance, but then nothing came of that. Like, at one point, I skipped over it, but he, like, brings dinner over. He knew her dead husband. I thought maybe he was going to fill that void. And then after the home visit, he's never in the movie again. <sighs> wow, okay. I'm, you, uh, I'm sure, uh, uh, you really rattled me with that revelation. <laughs> yeah. He's I didn't even think about it. I, for me, Save Dance was pure professional from beginning to end, but now you threw that into the mix. That steamy layer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I um, I got to say, I've been, I've been going along with Detective Dance on a lot of his uh, tactics, but this sounds like he's taken No Cop a little too far. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Just, he's, no cop he's gone. He's gone from the movie. In the, yeah. Mm took vacation he had some vacation days he had to take so but to be fair it's year end they're pressuring him to take it she hasn't told him any of this spirited stuff he's not he doesn't know he doesn't know that she's been cursed by mrs alvarez and that she's maybe he wouldn't be on her all right so uh okay so shaman shaman is is working together he's in it yeah and he brings over like all his stuff all his gear and all his props and all his methods and he like tricks out the house home alone style with like all these spiritual booby trap kind of things for spiritual marbles down the stairs (laughs) order is a spiritual cheese pizza (laughs) does he have any sort of blue stone in his arsenal no well then i rescind my prediction That was a stunning prediction. That was a stunning prediction. So they're all there waiting in like a circle of candles, which is supposed to be a protective Linda and the children. Okay, we're doing a circle candle seance thing? (laughs) Yeah, and it's supposed to be like a protective whatever. They go through the motions of a few of those different techniques, pretty uh, standard fare. And then eventually La Llorona does show up and tries to attack the kids. And, like drag at them, but yep, the shaman, yep, the shaman hurls the goo that he had bottled earlier and had like mixed with holy water. Yeah, he like, goo faces her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is she like substantive? Like she could be hit with things? Like at least the a goo. little bit because she can grab. But the them, goo right? is her, right? No, we don't know that. We don't don't really ever know. I'm assuming from Ghostbusters science that it's her. (laughs) Right, right. He just makes like a goo holy water elixir. And he says, now that she's been face gooed, she can't come inside because I've like cast her out. 
And she can come uh-huh. inside the house, past all the protective devices that I have, and now we can plan on how to get rid of her. All this is very confusing to me because I never knew when they were tricking out the house or doing any of the seancey things what they were attempting to do. If they were trying to lure her or it is home alone. expel her or both. Yeah, like but defeat her. All of it and none of it because they didn't really have an explanation given to me of what they were attempting. And then the kids say, "Did you try? Did you use me as bait?" And he's like, "No, I used all of you as bait." I needed a goo facer. Okay, so if you mix goo from a ghost <laughs> with holy water and then throw it in that ghost's face. <laughs> it can't it, come inside. It can't come inside. If you have Home Alone spiritual gear set up. Yeah, you, that the establishes premises. the perimeter. That establishes the perimeter, and that's the perimeter that the ghost can no longer cross. That's correct. And by the way, at one point, Linda was like, why don't I just, like, we'll go on the run. And they said, she's not attached to the house. She's attached to you and your family, so she'll chase you. But they've made the house into a perimeter, as you just described, by choice. I I just want to make an observation. Earlier in the film, when she first meets young Charlie, she doesn't, isn't able to gain access to the car that the two children are in. But she seems to be able to just waltz in and out of the house, no problem, pre-gooing. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe I they should have been in the, the car the whole time. Door. Yeah. But probably a, a nice point. American made <laughs> stainless steel big '70s monster of a car. Yeah. I notice a weakness to cars, a fetish for blue stones, and a weakness to cars. Those were the early <laughs> signs I noted. It's a great point, Chris. Thank you. I was. It's I was probably thinking, of zero consequence. Let me run this one by you, please. Uh, any more goo available? Did she leave any goo the other ten times she attacked them and tried to drown them? There's no any more, more goo, goo in this film. Because I gotta say, if I was the shaman, or Linda, or Detective Dan, <laughs> I would be getting as much goo as I can, because with the goo, I can throw it in her face, and I can make perimeters. As long as you have holy water. And holy water, which I assume is abundant. It seems like a very religious town. So I assume I've got a lot of holy water. I am making that assumption. That's fair. Um, It is in California. It's the 70s, so the droughts haven't hit as badly. Let's hope. (laughs) But you could then create lots of perimeter Home Alone borders and effectively pen La Llorona in. (laughs) Yes. There are things that are creating a perimeter that can't be disrupted lest the perimeter be breached. And now they have to take a, make a plan to get rid of the ghost. Yes, but before any of that happens, Sam, a little girl, sees that her, one of her little dollies is outside the front door on the porch, and she wants it. And so she recklessly is reaching above and over the beans that are at the this particular perimeter. Beans? Beans, yep. Just a sprinkling of beans. And... Like, all across the threshold. She got so lazy, she just started dropping beans on the ground to mark the perimeter? Yeah, no, the shaman was like, these beans are the thing. And it's just like a thick oh, magic uh, beans. line okay, of beans, yeah, in front of the They're magic beans, threshold. you know. Kevin McAllister uses a door frame-mounted flamethrower. <laughs> this guy uses beans on the ground. Yeah, but I didn't realize that there were magic beans that were necessary to keep the wall up. Well... Um, Oh, All right, I know, so she crosses, the, she crosses the bean perimeter. Well, she's reaching over to get her doll, and it yeah. seems to be working. Like, she's, she has a grip on the thing, and she's dragging it back. And then Linda comes down, and she's like, Sam, close that door! And as, she, as the kid 
finally gets the doll, she kind of like swooshes the beans with the doll on the coming in. Uh oh. Yeah, this is why beans are such a bad idea. <laughs> They're very, very wobbly. Yep, well, she has immediately she disrupted beans. this perimeter of safety and opened the portal, allowing La Llorona to come in, and she drags Sam away, as is her want. And they're like, where would she take her? Oh, That's water. my question. And they're like, oh, the pool. Oh, so they water. run into the backyard to the swimming pool where she is trying to drown the kid. And Linda jumps in and they get into an underwater tussle. Linda and La Llorona observed she by... She jumps right into the pool underwater La Llorona fight? Yeah. This awesome. sounds pretty baller. Yeah, it's baller. <laughs> so wait, they're fighting. So like, like they're exchanging blows? Kind of like, more the like a choke, like choky, drowny type fight, like a struggle for position. Yeah, and like La Yorona seems to be at times just a spirit and at times corporeal. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. mostly she frees the kid from La Yorona's grips and yep, they get good. into their own tussle. And the mm-hmm. shaman and Charlie are there watching. La Yorona is briefly purge and like she takes off um and she they takes off. yeah they drag the kid you know to safety uh there's no she, safety anymore though right because the perimeter got broke exactly safety from the pool in that sense oh i see i gotta say that perimeter of beans wasn't worth a hill of beans <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, what Linda does notice, though, and I think it's really going to excite you, is that in this tussle, somehow she is grasped and now is in possession of the blue stone necklace. Oh, she the stone. This the stone. Oh, shit. She got and the blue stone. Does he grasp the gravity of the situation? No, but he's like, where'd you get that? She's like, I don't know. It must have been hers. <laughs> Isn't it breathtaking? That's Where'd pretty you nice. get yeah. that? I don't know. <laughs> More importantly, did you see when I just fought a ghost? <laughs> In underwater. Hey, where'd you get that? Like, really? That's your first question? Hey, that's a nice necklace. Where'd you get it? Hi. I mean, I guess he's seen this ghost. I mean, he's a shaman. He's probably seen a lot of women fight ghosts in pools. <laughs> What's new to him this time was the blue stone. That's new. Uh, so the shaman says, now that La Llorona got so close to what she was trying to achieve, I guess, um, Sam is now tethered to her, and she will go to her whenever she commands it. Oh, okay, a new level. This is like leveling up of tethering from the um, wrist burn tether. Yes. So it's wrist wrist burn tether to mind control tether? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Okay. She can now beacon Sam to her. But she's just like a little kid, right? The kid are just like... You know, tie her up and put her in a pet carrier or something. Well, basically, that is what they do. In a scene reminiscent of <laughs> one put... of the earlier scenes, she locks the kids in the closet, just like Mrs. Alvarez had. Oh, Whoa. justified. Yep. But Mrs. Mrs. Alvarez, Alvarez yeah. didn't have a. But Mrs. Alvarez didn't have a blue stone or a shaman by her side. So they're locked in the closet. And she's like, "It's just till morning till we figure this out," and like, she won't be able to beckon you. Uh, she and the shaman are discussing matters when there's a disturbance at the door. We think it's La Llorona back, but actually it's Mrs. Alvarez out for revenge, wielding a gun. Whoa, that's a twist. 
did yep. not see that coming. I was definitely done with Mrs. Alvarez. <laughs> yep. That was kind of a cool surprise. And she's mad. Why is she so mad at Linda? Really? Well, because, because she Linda made them to... free the kids from the closet, which Linda has now learned was a protective uh, technique. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, she blames her for their death, and she's wanting. she still believes that she can make this trade. La Llorona can bring back the Alvarez boys and take Linda's boys. Now, what really confused me, and still does, is when the priest said La Llorona wanted to replace the kids, I thought that meant she wanted them alive and well yeah but she just seems to want to drown everybody maybe that maybe that would convert them to ghost beings like her but she's not like then she would have succeeded already she would have the alvarez boys but oh, their yeah. ghosts yeah, aren't like, around her, she, her, her, she doesn't even know what her end game is she just right. she needs to drown yeah maybe that's maybe that's the true curse is that the thing she wants she, even in the pursuit of it she can never actually Oh, I see. So yeah. it's not, when they say the curse of La Llorona, it's not the curse that she puts on others. It's her mm-hmm. own curse on herself. That's deep. Yeah. Maybe but... if they can break the cycle, they can help her and free her of this terrible prison that she's <laughs> found herself in. I think she should adopt. I think she yeah. should file for, you know, and she knows Linda now, who's at Child Services, so she could probably yeah, put her in touch end. with the adoption yeah. agency. She get fast-tracked. <laughs> I think so, right? She's probably down the hall. I'm sure Linda would vouch for her. Absolutely, Linda. Say, I know this woman. Um, recently married. Uh, I know that from the uh, bridal veil she's always wearing. Uh, mm-hmm. Wants to start a family jewelry. of her own. Yeah, and wants to take two. Also looking yeah. for a pair right off the bat. <laughs> Do we have a deuce on the records? <laughs> I know Marky Mark just took four off our hands, but no, how many did he adopt? <laughs> I can't he remember. Ad- he adopted four children? An instant family. How many kids did Marky adopt? Oh, three. instant family. Three. 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 Sorry, Marky took three. Sorry, I thought you were serious and I believed it. <laughs> About Mark Wahlberg adopting numerous children at once. And I guess maybe because I internalized instant family. Dude, if you told me that after doing that movie, he was so inspired that he went and adopted three children of his own in real life, I wouldn't. Wouldn't you believe that completely? I would blame. You'd be like, yeah. oh, that's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, like, of course he did. Us. I heard he makes tasty burgers. <laughs> and would have stopped nine eleven. Yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda, Mark. Shoulda, yeah. If you would have, then you should have. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay, so Mrs. Alvarez <laughs> is there with the gun, and La Llorona shows up too. Everyone's in play. Mrs. Alvarez play. shoots the shaman, but I think it was a shoulder Whoa. wound, like not a death blow wound. Linda gets knocked down into the basement stairs and gets locked in. The kids are in the closet, but they run out because uh, they hear all the commotion and they go and hide in the attic, which is the style where you have to like pull down the stairs from the ceiling. Yep. That seems like a super bad idea. Well, yeah. I just can tell you that that's Let's go to the creepiest part of the house. <laughs> so Linda's in the basement screaming. Mrs. Alvarez, in a moment of clarity feels guilty that she's putting another mother in the same situation that she herself has just had the horror to be in. So she oh, frees her. Yeah. yeah. Good. She's going through a lot of like, like rage, revenge, then thinks about it, feels bad. Yeah. She, yeah. She, she's she's then all of a sudden saving the day, then like within the same breath practically. Yeah. She's or really starting to save the day. Okay. She was able at the last moment to see a shared common humanity with Linda Cardellini. And the thing that they had in common was 
they were both haunted by a terrifying ghost. <laughs> and in that, she was able to say, you know what? I can kind of empathize. I've been there. <laughs> I won't shoot you with my gun. But I will save you from said ghost. Yep. Yeah. So she okay, lets so her free from the basement. Linda the basement. runs upstairs to the attic, pleading with La Llorona, who's oh, also up there. up there. Too? Yeah, they're all okay. up there. And she's menacing the kids. And I don't think she knows that this will be effective, but she wields the blue stone necklace at mm-hmm. La Llorona, and she is briefly but immediately back to being like beautiful, like her original state. Ooh. Oh, good. Beautiful people are always nice. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Does she become demure as also? Is she Is she quelled? Yes. So, by the way, up through this point, we've sometimes gotten a glimpse of her, like, ghoulish face, mostly with the veil, but we have seen a, a couple of times. Now we've seen her beauty. She is quelled. She's placated, quieting down momentarily, and then she looks at herself in the mirror and is in ghoul form again for some reason. And she gets all riled up again. Hot to trot. Does she in, in, Don't in, look in the mirror. In reality, yeah. does she also lose her beauty again? Does she go back to ghoul form? Yeah. She's wow. in beast mode. Yep. In that Seeing interim, her reflection, though... You know what really is rippling for me right now? What is, I feel it reverber- reverberating through yes. the narrative. The mirror imagery. <laughs> Remember it? <laughs> Mirror imagery and reflections, reflections on the surface of a body of water. <laughs> like, it's a river powerful. of life. Yeah. Sam, you mentioned there were things, visual never stand things. never the same river twice, guys. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Woo. Um, are you a shaman? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Is there some sort of online quiz you can take? Um, okay, so in the interim of that mirror situation, the shaman has come upstairs, so he's wounded, but he's okay enough to get up there. And he holds up his enormous cross in prayer, doing some sort of uh, chanting in Spanish so to La Llorona. Okay, he's, he's going with the cross. He's back to the Catholic. Yeah, it's a he's real, using, like, hodgepodge. Catholic magic. Yep. Yeah, he he's, tries got a, he's got a full arsenal, and he's just doing what he can. Yep. Yeah. Just one shaman, you know? Uh, but he gets it lost from his grip, uh, and the cross slides across the floor of the attic. Linda picks it up, and as La Llorona comes upon her, she stabs La Llorona with the cross in the heart. Whoa. Ooh, that is a powerful image. Was the crucifix sharp? Um, it, no, it looked like it was, uh, like an ornate wooden style. Oh. That'll hurt. Yeah. Yeah, well, Linda, it, it works because it, it she, like, it uh, shatters La Llorona and, like, her spirit dissipates into the mist. Okay. Linda has good stabbing power. Yeah. So, so she's dissipated. They're yeah. all in the attic. Yeah, They're like, all panicked. They've, it, they've succeeded. And there's not really much of a cooldown. Next, we see the shaman has ordered a taxi cab and he makes his goodbyes. What? After a job well done. Well, but but so so they're all convinced that this is now done. Yeah. She she stabbed. She her shattered. In are, the, are, are the the pieces of uh, are the are the ghost pieces strewn about the attic, or is she just gone? It's all just gone. gone. Poof, gone. Shatter. Poof. Does she let out a wail of pain? A little bit. Hmm. 
All right. So he's like, well, I'm a shaman. And as a shaman, I can tell you that, you know, as opposed to the other times where she dissipated and went away, this one was very final. Yeah. This one took. The curse has been broken. Yep. So he leaves. And as Linda walks back to the house, she looks down at a small puddle on the sidewalk. And I thought when she looked at her reflection, she was going to have some like ghoulishness of her own. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that didn't happen. End of movie. Oh, okay. I kind of oh, so like she just saw her own loop. reflection and then that, that was all. Yep. I kind of like that. They always do. do the, it's a nice, it's like, just put it to bed. I, the, every movie does the tease, you know, ah, she's still some monster. This one's saying, no, you were thinking that she's going to look in the mirror. You're going to expect to see ghoul and no happy ending. I'm okay with it. You've, you've got this magical blue stone. It's the Infinity Gauntlet. It's the thing. And unlike in pretty much every story, like in this movie, the important Excalibur thing is discovered in a way that the hero didn't know. Didn't know she had even come upon it until she discovers it in her hand. And then at the crucial moment, the crisis moment, when she has to defeat the villain with it, she does it by accident. Yep. She might not even know now that the blue stone is what did anything. And what did it do? It reduced her to her younger, beautiful form. Yeah. Which bought them a bit of time, but really it was the cross. Really? It was the cross. Was it possible that maybe just her having possession of the stone made her cross stabbing endeavor all the more successful? Maybe great read, not communicated by the movie. Maybe I'll take another read on that. Maybe the power was inside of her heart all along. Whoa. The stone was just the thing that gave her the confidence. Just like Dumbo and its feathers. Yep. See? Placebo. Full circle. I don't have friends. I got family. 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 Your family. There's all kinds of family, Brian. Disrespecting my whole family. And now you ban your family with these drift nuts. Said Han was family. I'm so sorry that you ripped my family apart. Family? Look at our family now. I already lost my family once. Family just got bigger. There's always room for family. We're family. Now I know you guys are a family. So I'm offering you a chance right now to make that family whole again. You want to make this family whole again? You don't turn your back on family. Your code is about family. That's the only way you're going to keep your family safe. Brother never told you, never threatened a man's family. This is your family. This is my family. Thank you for the little angel, the newest addition to our family. Almost killed my family. Hosting his family in the Dominican Republic at his vacation. We need to stop him before he does any more damage to our family. Never should have messed with a man's family. More importantly, you and your family don't go to any more funerals. Han was my family, too. But what's real is family. Your family. I don't have friends. I got family. This crew is about family. We've only got one chance to make this family whole again. You gonna turn your back on family? Salute me, familia. Hello. Started out small to a real bond, cause we're brothers first.